Welcome back to What the Flux Suppose, episode 399. I am Jason Loisy, joined again by Lucas Rose. Again, it feels like forever. It, you missed I one episode now. I can't even say like my name five. right now. I'm pretty sure I said Jason Loisy. Jason Loisy. Jason Loisy. Jason Loisy. That's all right. You just that's how you sound now. Just do the rest of the show like that and then no one will think you sound weird. Okay, no problem. I can do that. Uh yeah, I'm here. I'm back again. Back uh What did you have a birthday? I know, right? I know. Well, had a birthday. God. Which was what? 2 weeks ago now? Yep. Yeah, it just fell on that day and Yeah, we did some family stuff and it was just it was a good old time is what it was. It just happens that everything apparently happens on Tuesday now. And then in in the history of the show, we have jumped recording days multiple times. I feel like it used to be Fridays and then it was like Monday and then it was like Wednesday. And then I don't know. It's been all over. Yeah. The only day we haven't done, I feel like, was Thursday, maybe. I, I don't know. But we've been all over the the. the place Gosh. for very similar reasons and yeah remember when we recorded on a monday but then we did it um release the episodes to like wednesdays or something yeah. like that because yeah. it was that long Just to get them ready and I need to think of a name for this episode. Now and we let just me like, make some hand-drawn art do you even for it. Do anything? No, I'm just gonna smash the two audio feeds together and hope for the best. Yeah, yeah. Same how the same way I do sex, just smash them together and hope oh, for the best. The best. <laughs> so you're getting the raw audio, baby. Well, again, thanks to Kevin for for stepping in, coming on the show. It's good to good to catch up with him. You guys know the drill. Feeds over at Anchorland, Anchor.fm slash Flexipose. Last week, if you're not in the know, we didn't advertise it too well for those except for those that joined. We played Fall Guys. We had a little uh, community fun. We played some Fall Guys. Didn't get we any did. wins. We fell, we, but we had we, we had fun. We fell so much. So sometimes Lucas and I do extra things. Sometimes we do community things. You never know what you're going to get. Hey. And uh, next time we'll we'll plug it a little more. Get your people we had a involved. see. It it worked out though because you can only really have four yeah, people guys in is, a group. Yeah, that's so we'd have to yeah. do like if we had six, we could do three groups of du- duos or whatever they call it. But you know, I found out that um, Calo blocked me that was fun he just blocked me on xbox for some reason that bastard yeah why can't i hear lucas and uh, i'm like i can't hear any jason can you hear Kello? i can't hear him yeah i've been talking to him the whole time (laughs) oh well could and then he unmuted me and then all i heard was myself because you got them speakers up too loud Kello. i wasn't gonna say it in the in person but what are you doing man we all hear ourselves hey pretty soon we won't it well uh, you know, Kevin was on PlayStation, but pretty soon we won't worry about that because we were using the Discord chat first, and you'll be able to do that right on the old Xbox here pretty soon. I saw that. That will be really nice for all those who aren't on the Xbox or on our various machines doing the cross plays. Well, that's I don't understand what you know. Sony was the first one to you know PlayStation was getting some integration with Discord, and all that come from fruition of that is we can see they're playing. What games they're playing? That's about. I, I played that too. That's I don't get. I don't get. What, why? Where are you going to integrate? And then that's all you do. I don't. I don't get that. And uh, lastly, we talked about it, Lucas. And if we still want to do it, yeah, we joked around about doing old episode four hundred live. 
which is do it live which and not mean i mean we're just going to do the show streaming like we used to not like i'm we're not going to do lucas and our lives are too too messy now for me to pack up shit and go over to his place oh, it's just, good that's god just i wouldn't want i would never ask you to do that where we're at in our lives now before yeah. when we didn't have kids it was like yeah come on over i've got one hour to pack all my shit and drive over and then unpack and <laughs> now it's like we're lucky if we got an hour to do the podcast the packing the up would would the packing up to get there would be fine but then the the end of the night you'd be like oh fuck this yes I just, yes. want, I just want to go home and sleep. I don't want to do this. Lucas, can you just like UPS my stuff back to me? Can you just Uber, <laughs> can you Uber my things back to me at a later date and time? <laughs> yeah. Yes, Uber I need driver an Uber. Gets can you deliver this computer over to the... I He's got a name. I, so uh, look forward to that in two weeks. So that's that's a that's a code confirmed. Yeah, um, that'll be ninth. The ninth would be yeah. the live next show. month. There you go. Live show. Twitch.tv slash Do you want to do it on Twitch? Someone doing, I, don't know, I think we have a YouTube channel. I, I mean, do, yeah, well, I mean, that's fine. That's fine. Twitch is fine. Yeah. Twitch is fine. Twitch.tv slash Lexpose. There you go. Two weeks. There's your there's your warning. I, I drive past your house. Well, not almost past your house on I'm a regular sorry. basis now because uh, my, ro- my road is now, uh, they're doing some major construction. So I have to go on a very, well, A, there's not a great way for me to get, I where I'm at, there's like, I have to go like a roundabout way to like I'm like where my house is at is where the road I need to get to is at like we're located at the same spot in a latitude longitude coordinates uh, frame of mind <laughs> but there's no connecting okay. road to get me from my house to said road so I have to go up uh, and around and over to get to it yep. except now the shorter way is blocked off so I have to go out to Rivertown Parkway and do a stupid Michigan turnaround and oh, then God, it's like yeah. I can, then it's like take Rivertown Parkway as far east as I want before I cut it over north anywhere. Uh, except on 36th Street, there's a bunch of construction, so it doesn't make any sense to do it until I get past the highway. That's almost over. We were just past that today. It's they've got everything paved God, finally, it's and so annoying. they're painting the lines now. It was awful. They so they stripped that top layer in the intersection, and if you were crossing it. They didn't put they, they they yeah they added them now but before it was just like that straight fall off where you're oh, just yeah, like my tires are gonna explode layer. yep uh, but they've now that it's done but they also had finally yeah. added some leveling to that so that it wasn't just driving up onto yeah. a ninety degree angle so I could like I could get on the highway at one thirty one but literally I'm on the highway for two seconds and then getting off at the next exit or so it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. So yeah. otherwise, I either cut across on Division, which is right by, I'll take, you know, River, the 44th Street all the way to Division, which is right near Yeah, you're, you're down me, close, baby. Close to you. Otherwise, or I can take it all the way to, like, Eastern. But then you take it to Eastern, then you got to do a Michigan turnaround, and then it's a pain in the ass. So, Did you know that no Division fun. used to be a road, but now it's actually just a drag strip? Because every <laughs> night, all I hear is, Motorcycles. <laughs> Uh, race cars, trucks with no exhaust on them. You got them all. It's all huh? welcome. Yep. Semis at, you know, midnight. Semis are the worst. Those big trailers, they hit the bumps and it's just like, boom, 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 boom. Or where they get their, air, get their uh, what is it, uh, Jake braking or air braking when they hear that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know all the sounds. I love I can... Automotive sounds with Lucas Rose. <laughs> yeah. 
You can you just explain the sound give you're me the, from give your me car the sound of a failing catalytic converter. Oh God! Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like a car coughing. If a car could. It cough. sounds like that episode of South Park when they head on the motorcycles. <laughs> no, those guys are just assholes. <laughs> Every time I hear like I I hear sometimes I'll hear a motorcycle that's completely within the normal range of of how loud a motorcycle should be and can could be. Or should I say how quiet it could be? And I go, okay, so they can be quiet. They just choose not to be. Because I get you don't have a lot there to work with. It's not like you can strap a giant car-sized muffler to mm-hmm. a crotch rocket. But there are bikes out there that aren't loud as hell. So it's possible. So it doesn't have to, you know, when it goes by, but... I always like the, that, the guys that, like, when you're waiting at line, like, for example, you're waiting at line at the ice cream shop, and there's always got to be somebody that goes, waits to get right by that. Anytime, anytime there's a large group of people, like, I got to rev this engine right now. You're just like, cool. Yeah. Cool, bud. It's got to be hard to have a tiny dick, you know? You got, you know, they just got to, you know, they're out there, they're trying to live their lives the, the best ways they know how. Oh, boy. I mean, yeah, they got to show everybody. Everyone has to know about their Kawasaki. <laughs> my Sakasui. Uh, my Hibachi Grill. Uh, XL. XL. Well, uh, let's get all the fun stuff out of the way. I, you know, I don't really want to talk about... I thought we about, just did. We did. I don't really want to talk about vacation. I mean, it was it was good and bad. Stressful. Stressful. <laughs> I mean, vacationing as, as parents isn't really vacations anymore. It's not, it's not, it's, I mean, it is, but it's not the same. You know, it's not like. For dads, it's just carrying shit around yeah. from point A to point B. It's not just B. like relaxing, you just hang out, but it's just like you, you do whatever your kid lets you get, get away with. So. Yep. Um, yep. Yep. Uh, I did have, uh, I did have a virtual meeting with my doctor, you know, on the, during that trip though. And, you know, you know, told her everything that's going on. And then, you know, they're like, you know, some people find that exercise, you know, diet is a factor, you know, people find that, you know, their exercise routine and then you know their therapy is an option too or you know there's a school thought that you know this is the real world and why yes those are all things that we can do it also doesn't fit in everyone's schedule so it's like so have you ever considered that you have to, would you ever be open to try medication i was like yep that's the option i want to go fine. because that's what, that's what you should have you said. read pills baby you read my mind doc <laughs> because yes i agree with all those things it's like when am I going to have time to do any of those things ever? If you did any I'm of those not... things, you wouldn't be there. <laughs> yeah. If they work so great. Yeah, then... I was like, yeah, yes, I am trying to exercise more, but it just doesn't happen. And it's already like, do you cram it into this these fleeting hours before you have to do things? Or do you cram it into the fleeting hours when you don't feel like doing anything? Those are your options here. So yeah. uh, I am on a healthy re- regiment of Zoloft now. That was my... That was my um, drug of prescribed choice so. <laughs> that was your red pill that was my red your pill. blue pill so um i think preference was because uh m- most people are uh either i think the side effects are usually aren't are more tolerable uh mm. for people so uh what i think i've done what are we about two about two and a half weeks in i think so far and i think yeah like the first three days you know really gross medicine feeling you know like when you take bunch yeah. of flu medicine at, at the same time and then uh got over that and was feeling good for a couple of days and then my stomach was like nope 
now you're going to deal with this. And it's like, you got to go poop all the time and you're not going to enjoy it when you do. <laughs> so, oh, that's the worst. That's the worst. So um, it wasn't, the, it wasn't how the DARPA chief explained it. Let's put it that way. Oh, dang. That's too bad. Um, but then uh, that sort of cleared up. And I think now we're well asleep. Sleep hasn't been great. I've been sleeping like shit ever since. Like I'll wake up at like two and three and five and, I wake up a lot All of night, and, I, and I've had a bunch of fucking weird dreams. But um, cool. I think I'm getting on the, through the other side of that now too, because I think like the past couple nights, I I think I've slept almost through the whole night. So nice. now I'm just waiting for all those healthy levels of pills to get into the whole the body to you know actually see if it's do something. Yeah. Was that, that, like, well, that hey. like that that fa- the, the the great meme I always see dropped in. Uh, Detroit Lions game day threads where it's like the guy poking the horse and do something. Hey, <laughs> do something. Yeah. Yeah. So I haven't seen that in a while. <sighs> um, well, Zoloft, that's a good one. I haven't tried it personally, but uh, it's, uh, when I was complaining that I didn't think Wellbutrin did anything for me anymore, um, my wife, my, my wife, oh boy, whew, dust that one Oof. off, um, said, that maybe I should try that because I think that's what she has as needed or something like I don't remember, but or she's tried it or something. But um, I re- I had I think I told you that I just stopped taking Wellbutrin because mm-hmm. I suspected it wasn't doing anything. Yeah. Sure enough, don't feel any different whatsoever. Oh, so that sucks. I don't know if it was a placebo before or if you just kind of, you know, build a tolerance or whatever, but. Yeah, those days are gone. And the good thing is, is like, I guess the best thing that I can say is me stopping it was no big deal at all. Like it was more mental than anything. So hopefully if you you didn't have any withdrawal or anything like that or. Yeah, I say I bring this up because I the hope is that you're not going to be taking this forever. It's just helping you through a rough patch, which maybe and for me, it kind of did. Like, I feel different these days than I did when I started taking it. But um Hopefully you'll have the same experience where, you know, worse comes to worse. You shit all the time and it's not enjoyable. But like, let's face it, <laughs> well, like that's, we got that's that, manageable. Yeah, we got that under control. And like, I, I'm also using this as a, you know, I, yeah, you can it recommend you do the, the research. Like, yeah, alcohol is not rec- Don't mix alcohol with this medication. So I was like, you know, yeah, this is uh, was a good time to. I mean, been talking about trying to go dry for a while anyway. And so this was like, well, yeah, now's a really good um time to do that yeah so. you want to know how it affects you without adding yes anything else and then once you know you're like yeah i'm not drinking <laughs> wink <laughs> finger gun pew pew yeah no i'm not so definitely <sighs> yeah doing good though doing good, good so far it's you know the first step is taking the first step yeah i mean that's the thing so <laughs> yeah I just you know want to feel better so it's hard. It's hard doing that because we live in a society that looks down upon one looks down on mental health issues and two looks down on asking for help. So those two things combine lead to a very problematic situation, which you have under control. And that's good to hear because I know for a long time you've been well, and it's 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 difficult. I, at least it, it seemed like it was for you, and it seems like we were both in kind of the same boat. Where you're just like, 
I don't feel like I want to kill myself, but I also don't feel <laughs> great. Yeah. So like, is it really serious or like, do I need this right. or and, am I just being a big baby? And I don't think I'll know like the extent until I feel different, you know, like it'll probably be a point where it's like, oh man, I, I used to feel this way and now I don't, you know, type of thing yeah. or, or like, this is yeah. how I should have been feeling, but it wasn't type of thing. So how, how long have you been on it now? Did you say uh, it'll be three weeks on Saturday? So, okay. I think and they I, said, I, I mean, think it was like four to six. Month? Yeah. Four to yeah. six for you to kind of, before you should really notice anything. Okay. 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 Well, we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully. I mean, you look great, so it's doing wonders. <laughs> great. It's doing wonders Good. for you so far. Good. It's probably all that pooping. It's really uh, uh, it's really glamour I've been popping straight out of Fables, oh, yeah. you know? Yeah, gosh, I forgot about that. Yeah, you got to buy that stuff. Yeah. And if you can't afford it, then God help you. Uh, how about, I, I, you, you told us your medical woes. How about I regale you with some medical woes? Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy, buddy. Oh, boy, boy. Uh, you know, I've been, so I've been dealing with this on and off for quite some time. I'm going to post a picture for you in the, uh, in the, uh, healthification channel of our, uh, discord. You tell me what you think I'm dealing with right now. As I post a picture of the, the army of pharmaceuticals that I am applying to my areas. Because I've been dealing, like, I had this blast off of just, like, what was first kind of like, oh, that's minorly annoying, to, okay, this is oh, a real problem. This is like when I, when I thought I, this could be like when I thought I had jock itch, but then it was so much more. Well, hopefully it's not so much more, but yeah, dude, some bad athlete's foot. Now, it's, it's my fault, because I wear my shoes constantly. And if I wear, God forbid, I wear any leather, pretty much anything besides tennis shoes. If I wear any leather bound shoes or what pleather or anything that yeah. doesn't breathe, it's game over, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like I've got it between my toes and it's itched before. And then generally it just kind of goes away as long as you I got that green jelly wash them. Oh God, not that bad. Thank God. No, but it gets like dry and cracked and red between my toes and stuff. And it gets yep. itchy. Well, now I'm pretty sure I straight up just have like ringworm because they are very they are in the same family. It is a type mm -hmm. of ringworm type bacteria or whatever. Um, but like I have spots on my other parts of my feet, not just my toes, but like the sides of my feet. So like we went in, in the bottoms as well. So they're like these reddish bumps uh, that are they're not like pimples or anything. They're like. I don't know. It's hard to describe. It looks like a rash almost. Um, we went for a walk and I could barely like it was so itchy. The more I walk in my shoes, the worse it got. It would like cause my feet to itch more. It's not painful. Just very. ugh. And so like I started with some stuff I had here and then I went and grabbed uh, Turbofil or whatever. It's just like this prescription strength stuff that you use for jock itch and athlete's foot. And like I was applying that and it just didn't seem to be helping. Fast forward to now where I'm like 
soaking my feet in Epsom salt and hydrogen peroxide and washing them daily, sometimes more than once with like antibacterial soap. I'm constantly applying medicines, balms and salves and freaking sprays, tough acting to I think boom. you should kill it with fire. I'm about to put my liquid, feet in the coals. Liquid hot magma. Magma. <laughs> Dude, I think that might be the only answer. Just cook it off. Peel it away. Because shit's... It itches like crazy. I've never had it this bad. And so now I'm just like... I'm just constantly applying medicine. Gold bond medicated powder. All up in the feet there. Just just a pain in the ass, dude. Gross. Gross and a big pain in my butt. So it's a lot of fun, though. Feet yeah. are great. It's amazing anybody could possibly be attracted to that anatomy. But, you know, whatever. You're not. A, I guess maybe if maybe if they were well taken care of. You're not big into toe sucking. No, no. God, God, no. Especially knowing what lives in that skin area, man. Ringworm. Freaking nasty, dude. Foot sweat, yuck. Uh, so anyway, let's get out of this grossness. Um, so I was gonna do some work on the old cur, the old cur the other day, uh -oh. the Spatschwagen. Uh, we need a brake change, and I've had the pads for forever. Basically, I bought the pads, and they came right as our nice weather was ending, like the last nice weather we had, and then it's been like ninety degrees ever since, or raining, or both. Uh, so I kind of paused that whole idea for a little while and then it was going to be nice this week and I was going to do it this Monday and um, I forgot because when I got them, I kind of forgot that I had done some research. The rims require a special key. They have these plastic covers over the lug nuts that are what I thought were torque bolts, which are like the security bolts that you'd find on electronics. Mm -hmm. It's the star yep. um, bolt that you would see. Well, they're not. They have more spleens or splines than, than those. So I thought I was all set, and then I get out there, and I'm like, okay, this clearly isn't going to work. Uh, turns out, so it's supposed to be... Because obviously the first thought is, well, how would you change your tire if you had a flat, right? So it's supposed to be in the pack that has like the scissor jack and the spare tire and all that. And it is clearly not in there. It's missing. So I'm like, okay, I'm sure they sell something that replaces that. And so I'm looking online and they do. But then once you get those plastic covers off, one of the lug nuts has a special key so it's like a regular lug nut, mm. but it's flat on top. And then it has like a four leaf clover pattern or something. And the socket will have that set into it so that it will mate to that clover. And then you can get leverage on it to turn it. Otherwise, it's completely smooth. The problem is, is there's like 20 different types of these security lug nuts. And I may I have one of the 20 like it's oh, it's God. coded into the I don't know if it's random or what. Like, I don't know if I could look up my VIN and find out which one it is or what. So now I'm like, OK, well, what the hell do I do? I think it's only one of them out of the five that are on there. But so that basically shot the whole idea that I was going to do this at all. And my wife 
put it fairly bluntly and very um, accurately. She's like, you don't get this with a Ford. I'm, I'm just saying, okay? And I'm like, you know, you're right. I can, I could just take my rims off. And these aren't even nice rims. Like, they're just the stock rims that come with the car. Like, they look fine, but, you know, it's not hubcaps or anything. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, I don't, I have to f- kind of figure out a plan of attack here. I think what I'm going to do is if it's just one of them, I found a way, like, s- most people who want to get rid of them will just hammer on, like, a 19 millime- millimeter socket until it just kind of wedges over it, and then they'll turn it, which basically ruins the lug nut, but then just replace it with a regular lug nut. So if it's only four on the whole vehicle, that's not bad. Yeah. Now, if they're all of all of them are that, then I have to buy a whole new set of lug nuts, and that's not great, but, you know. if I mean, right now we can't change a tire. Like, we can't change our flat tire, so... Right. We're going to have to figure out something. And you can't just, I don't think you can just buy the one. And if you can, I got to find out what it is. So either way, there's no, there's no real easy answer here, unfortunately. So, yeah, but no one's stealing my rims anytime soon. I can t- yeah. my awesome Volkswagen stock rims. See, I wonder if that's what I remember. I remember this came up with when I got my car, because it wasn't until after I drove it for a bit and I noticed like, oh yeah, there's a, there's a lug nut missing on each each wheel and i wonder if that was and now you know why <laughs> like if they had key ones that they never put you know in there or, or whatever but you know yeah i don't blame them it's a pain in the butt they yeah. said i saw somebody say you could take it to the dealer and they might have the key but i highly doubt they would just let me drive off with four lug nuts off my car right <laughs> you know what i mean yeah even if it was dumb they can't even let you leave without changing your brand. You could have brand new spanking brake brakes on your car, and they'd be like, hey, "I can't let you leave without me changing the brakes." If they get you in there and they get that off, they're gonna want to change the hardware. Okay. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Got to change that hardware while you're in there. Ah, bastards. Uh, speaking of bastards, Comcast, Xfinity. I don't. You know what? I don't think it's their fault this time. I've been having some. Some internet woes. You've been, you been drilling uh, again, boy? No, not this time. No power tools. Power tools involved. But uh, I I moved my router and uh, cable modem when I moved my computer and everything back over to where it all began in the corner where I'm at right now, which is only relevant to you because you're the only one who can see me right now until two weeks from now anyway. Um from the corner of the house, from like the corner closet where all the all the utilities kind of come into the basement. Mm-hmm. So I moved it from over there because like this is more centralized in the house. And I thought we'd probably get a better signal from everything if we were to move it towards the center of the house as opposed to being off in the corner next to this, the cement walls. So I move everything, moved my computer and everything seemed OK for a little while. And then after the last week or so we've been just experiencing dropouts randomly here and there. The internet's having problems, blah, blah, blah. What's weird is like, it wouldn't necessarily show up on the cable modem. You know how it has like the trouble light. It's usually always on and green if it's everything's fine, but then turns red or blinks if it's doesn't have a connection or something's wrong. Yeah, everything seemed fine, but nothing wanted to work. And so and then it would like disappear after five minutes and then everything would be normal again. 
So after dealing with that for like two, a week and a half or two weeks or whatever it was, I was like, okay, I'm, uh, my wife was starting to complain about it and granted, you know, not for good reason because it was getting in the way of like the few hours of relaxation relaxation time we had it's like i just want to watch a show and it keeps going down so i'm like okay well i'll try to get it figured out but before i called uh xfinity comcast i was like i'm gonna move this back to where it was because we didn't have these problems before i moved it and i'm wondering if it's like the cable that i'm using or whatever like the coaxial cable not not your ethernet cable Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm And so I I moved it back because during the day it started doing it. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to move this. Now, the problem and the reason I'm bringing this up is because I've already moved my computer from away away from the area that I moved it back to the cable modem and everything. How do I get Internet to my computer now? Because I'm not moving it back. And so I just decided, you know what, I'm just going to get. I decided I'm just going to move it and I'm going to go and I'm going to get one of these little biatches right here. A little USB Wi-Fi adapter. Mm. Turn my desktop into a laptop except for not anywhere near a laptop besides having Wi-Fi. And so far it's been working good. And it's partially the reason why we're recording on a Wednesday instead of Tuesday. And I'm glad that I said that because... When I came in to set it up, I thought it was going to be plug plug and play. No, you have to. When's the last time? When's the last time you saw one of these packaged in with anything that you God, bought? You had to use a disc. A That's mini so weird disc. though, because the last two USB Wi-Fi devices I had have been plug and play. That's so annoying. Well, and it's an it's not like it's some weird thing that I bought off Amazon. It's Asus. You should have gotten. You think uh, it would just work? And no, I didn't use the disc because I don't have a CD drive in this computer. So I just downloaded it off of, on my phone from their website and then hooked my phone up to my computer. A VA USB-C cable? I wanted to find the good, the one I had before, the, the one I had that from the castle to get through the... It's got like five... No, it was just like this... Antennas? It was like this rod and it was super thick. It was a super thick Hell antenna, yeah. but it worked. I was able to get like... Um, well, Struck it would work for everything except Smash Bros. That that would not work out. Well, Smash Bros. is garbage on Wi-Fi. You have to hardwire that. <laughs> I, think I was going to say, I for, think for anything, Smash Bros. Work. is the problem. Like, and this PC has, um, this has the, this motherboard has the, the little, it's got a, I think the Bluetooth antenna and the Wi-Fi antenna are combined, but it's got the little, like, you know, like a, like a coax cable that you have to screw in, and it's got the little needle that goes in, yeah. Whatever. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. That's weird. I don't know what those ports are. So. Yeah, I don't know what that would be used for. That's yeah. strange. Living in the future, then, huh? Living off the Wi-Fi. Yeah, I'm on the Wi-Fi. Everything seems fine. Is your fine. Xbox on Wi-Fi too, or you have that hardwired? Uh, everything's nothing's hardwired anymore. You're not a real gamer. Real gamers need need to <laughs> need that no ping, better connection, stability, bro. You know what? Maybe that's probably why I don't play any multiplayer games besides fall guys fall oh, guys what about is the ultimate i don't play that online oh. fuck that everyone's too remember when i tried to get in the league everyone's too good 
They spend, it's just like any game, Jason. They spend way too much time finding exploits to cheese the game, and then it's no fun. So do I want to do that? Do I want to join Cheese Nation, or do I want to have fun playing by myself with myself? I think you want to join Cheese Nation, bro. <laughs> Sounds dumb. You know, real quick no. before we move on, I, I thought something, Lucas, I want to see if you've ever, have you ever found a part from your dishwasher lying on the ground sure. that looks similar to this uh no oval that, that looks like a belt well, the, to me or well, something i'm just using it for sake there i found something like uh, twice now i i found it well i think at the old house i found them didn't know what they were and now i found them here at the new house and i was like what the hell is this and it was like yeah a little what the hell is little that? oval this is a a, a this is a cable management just uh, oh Velcro got you but time. that's but same similar you know similar it's a one thing. end and then it's i was like what the no. hell is that so I'm using the power of google image search took a picture of it and i was like what is this my dishwasher and having it babies? is a dishwasher it is what's called the uh the friction pad on oh. the dishwasher so you, you have to sexy. you have to like Un unscrew it from the cabinet and slide it or the countertop and slide the dishwasher out and then open the door so that you know the tension's off on the spring and then you can take the spring off then close the door and there's basically there's these little hooks and then that pad goes around the little hooks and, and hooks on the the metal hinge and they're just a rubber pad that creates friction so when the door closes it rubs on the side of the dishwasher yeah so that it doesn't just like flop open you know it's so the door kind of uh, has some kind of slowly has some friction when you open and and close it ah. So I, I looked up to see kind of what you were talking about. Hey, that was the one of the well, first. Is this one of the? Yeah, this is one of the videos I found out because I'm like, what the? F I'm like, what the hell oh, is a friction amazing. pad? This guy, and this dude, is the one, this, this guy is the video is I found. Fucking yeah, fucking amazing. So that, that's what a friction pad is. Learned that today. I had no idea but what that part was. And how I'm would you look? How would you look? Because you can't see that part. You can't see where that goes. Right. I don't you, know how that even fell out of there. Well, eventually, like it. it like it, this eventually had, it like it had like a it snaps had, yeah it snaps, had a rip but... it had a, like a crack and it split it split all the way through and then it just it's fell, like fell. styrofoam or something no, basically it, or is it rubber it's rubber okay um but, no i send this to you because this guy is amazing he's got a wide stance he's got freaking curly long he's got gloves for safety mid-length hair but also somehow and i just don't get gloves i just don't get how you would know that cargo without, shorts you know, like I had to use Google. Google has the ability, you know, you can take a picture of something and it searches the Internet for like, you know, things. Yeah, like reverse search. Yeah, answers. how would you do that, you know, otherwise? And, you know, previous years, I have no idea. Yeah, you'd have to go to freaking Maytag and be like, what hey, is this? Uh, this thing fell. I and found this on the floor. I don't know dumb. what it is. I like how in that guy's video, too, is like, make sure you unplug the dishwasher and shut off the water before you do your repair. And it's like, um. No, no, I'm, not gonna, I'm literally <laughs> take, I'm, I'm moving the dishwasher. I'm going to take out two screws. I'm going to slide the dishwasher forward about three inches uh -huh. and then put this back. Yeah, you're, they're thinking that it would take longer to take to do the safety things. They they're asking you to do than it would to do the fix. <sighs> no, we had the freaking, you know, the little slider door when you put the soap in and then you slide it down or whatever. Yeah. On the inside. That somehow broke. I don't know how. Nobody. Uh, I, I don't know. But now it doesn't work. So. Right. Freaking. This dishwasher. 
I've had so much. Everything's plastic, so everything breaks yeah, constantly, no matter how gentle you are. Yeah, it's going to heat up and then cool down and heat up a million times and then explode. It's going to be a whole new dishwasher by the time I'm done replacing all the parts. It's the grill all over again. Do I need to look up how long you keep a dishwasher for and then throw one out every five years? Is yeah. that what this is? Yeah. Do I not know things? Jeez. They don't make them like they used to. Yeah, because they used to do one thing. You'd, you'd, you would load the dishwasher up and then you would press the on off button. And that was all it had. That's why things didn't break back then. <laughs> Your clothes washers, TVs, they all just did one thing. Now they all do like five things. They have Wi-Fi in them to tell your phone when your dishes are done. Why? <laughs> well, now my dishes washer doesn't run because it can't connect to the Wi-Fi. I don't know. Stupid. Ah. Well. Anyways. Great. Let's talk games and stuff. Let's do the things. God, yes. Tell now me. I'm mad. Tell me. Have you become human? Hadouken. Yeah, I did. I did become human, actually. In Detroit, specifically. I, one of the things I've noticed lately... Very, very rarely will robots, I have the energy. Right? Yeah, androids, robots are different. They don't have souls. <laughs> um, um, they can't have sex with people yet. Oh. Um, so I've noticed, like, I'm I'm a little bit too tired a lot of the time to really play anything more. That, and I know you'll talk about this a little bit, too, so I don't want to steal your thunder. But I've noticed I'm a little bit, most days, too tired to play anything that requires, like, effort a lot of <laughs> yeah like effort but also like strategery you know what i mm. mean like i don't want to have to think about my approach or anything like that that's why like hockey is good because like it's it's ingrained in its muscle memory basically i don't really have to decide what to do as far as winning or losing a, a story-based mission or something like that it's just it's the same thing over and over and i'm just reacting to what happens um so I was kind of caught in a weird situation where I'm like, I'm too tired to play anything extensive, but I still play. I feel like playing a video game and like having input or whatever on what's happening. So I wasn't quite watching something level, but not quite playing a video game. So I decided to play Detroit. I think it's become human. Um, I don't know. It's got a dumb name. Um, Let's see. Is it, yeah, become it is become human. It's the uh, one of those Quantic Dream games where it's about people and feelings, and it's basically a movie with quick time events that you're just choosing your own adventure throughout. So I didn't have a lot of expectations, but I remember watching a little bit of a let's play of this just to see uh, like what it was about when it first came out. And one scene that st stuck in my mind after I watched a let's play was a scene where you're playing as Marcus, which you will, he's one of the people on the front cover. You'd recognize him. He's been in some stuff. He's been, I'm pretty sure he was in, uh, some of Grey's anatomy. Um, you play as him for a little bit and his whole life situation changes. And because of what happens, he's arrested. He's an Android. He's arrested and he's forced to basically be scrapped. And all of a sudden he wake up, he wakes up in this junk pile uh, outside. It's raining. It's all disgusting. And there's just androids all torn apart all around him and stuff. And it was pretty it was pretty dark and it was pretty cool. Um, 
And I remembered that. So I was like, okay, I want to at least get to that part of this whole story. So you end up playing as three different characters, if I remember correctly, all androids. And the story is pretty much about not human rights, but Android rights. So eventually you play through a couple of different Android stories that take on different aspects of what it's like to be an Android. Um, One is you're playing as a maid who is a um, kind of a, a caretaker to, or a housekeeper to a man and his daughter. Who's like, I don't know, 10 And he's very abusive and an awful father. And you break your programming and code to kind of protect her. And it's clearly happened more than once because you're coming back from being repaired because he got pissed and uh, attacked you. Okay. Uh, Then you're playing as Marcus, who um, helps an elderly painter who was like really, really popular 10 years ago or 15 years ago. And now he's just kind of like living off from that, that wave. Um, So he's rich, but he's also kind of, I mean, he's, he's older, he's in a wheelchair. He's probably doesn't have a lot of years left. Um, So you're helping him. He dies because of his son ends up having a heart attack because his son's a little shit. And then you're left off on your own. And then you also play as a detective. He's a, the first detective model Android, who's kind of allowed to be on scene with uh, Android related crime. And so there's a case of all of these androids that are going wonky and becoming what they call. um, Oh God, what was the, they had a word for it. I can't remember. Um, They're becoming blade. Deviant. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely. You get those, sort of the the um the future is a little bit less futuristic here but um you definitely get some of that that feeling um they become deviants which means they break their code suddenly they want human rights if you can believe it but uh, as you're playing as these these androids you kind of get the feeling that they are lifelike and i think i mean there's a bit of cheating here obviously because i sure. think in real life we've learned that so far machines don't do anything that you don't program them to do. They can't just like become sentient all of a sudden and gain emotions. But for the sake of the story, you just kind of shelve that idea and and play along with it. And it was pretty impactful. Honestly, I know the quantic dream games get kind of a bad rap sometimes for trying to be so serious. And, and there is a lot of like, really heavy themes going on in these games and stuff. But uh, I actually enjoyed it. I ended up beating it surprisingly, and I didn't think I would. I played it for a real hot second, um, like the first, I don't know, eight hours or whatever. So quite a few game sessions in a row. And then I put it down for a second because I, I don't know, I just wasn't feeling it. And I thought to myself, I should probably go back and finish it because I'm probably pretty close. So I just went back and was like, all right, let's just finish this and be done with it because I I had gotten so far. Um, But yeah, I mean, it shows you when you're done, like what you what path you unlocked. And it doesn't tell you what the other paths are, but it shows you like how many choices would have ended up would have happened because of the other paths that you may have chosen. 
And so, uh, yeah, it was pretty good. I don't think I'll ever go back and like replay it just to see what the other paths mm-hmm. were. Uh, but that's no different than any of the other games I play that are like this. Like, I feel like my playthrough, uh, like uh, Knights of the Old Republic or anything like that, uh, Mass Effect, my playthrough was my playthrough. I don't need to go through and see the other side. Um, if I do, I just watch a, a let's play of it or something. Um, but yeah, I was, I was impressed. You know, I haven't played a lot of these games because they've all been on the PlayStation for the most part. And so, uh, beyond, beyond two souls and, um, heavy rain and all those other ones yeah. that are like that. The only one I played unknowingly was Indigo prophecy. And that, I mean, I didn't even know that quantic dream wasn't a thing really at that time. Um, they aren't the, the cinematic gaming studio that they are now. So, uh, yeah, I was surprised at how much I enjoyed it and it really is like choose your own adventure movie time. So, uh, yeah, if that sounds good, I, I would recommend it. Like, I didn't feel like I wasted my time. I just I it's a hard recommend because I know some it's like recommending adventure games. Like it takes a certain person to sure. like that game. You know what I mean? Uh, so but other than that, like if you think you'd like it, I thought it was good. And I was fully expecting it to be like a blowhard. Way more serious than it needs to be type of game. So. Yeah. I mean, that's all that matters, right? Yeah, I mean, that's all I've been playing, really. Anything of any consequence, anyway. I mean, How about I'll, you? I mean, I'll take that. You playing anything? Uh, You know... Uh, I know you've been struggling. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's been a journey. Um, let's start... Well, the 3DS is where my focus... I took that on vacation with me, and I didn't really... Um, I didn't play anything as of value, but I it's been probably my my most played system, um, my 3ds, and I've wow. loaded up. Uh, I've got wow. Super Mario 3D Land, which I think I've probably sunk the most time into, but I did start uh, Fire Emblem Awakening as well, and then I I do have the Phoenix Wright trilogy on there as well that I'll probably objection <laughs> um, play, but uh, you know. Got. That's funny because I just purchased that as well on the old Switcheroo. Oh, Switcheroo. Nice. And uh, I have to get. Um, I do want to finish, uh, uh, but the uh, Minish Cap at some point. So those are my 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 go tos on there. But it's just been, uh, yeah, it's just a nice, you know, nice system to to pick up and run with. And um, I didn't really have the focus when I during vacation to really. To jump into any of those, I just Super Mario 3D Land, I guess, because it was the most you know detached. It's easy to just kind of hop in and out, and I, it, it's been harder for me to go back to Zelda because that's been like that's more of like focused in game. Kind of Fire Emblem too. Mm-hmm. So I'm not always in for like the story heavy stuff, and really this none of this is going to matter because I got can I got talked down the rabbit hole and I picked up uh, Xenoblade. So there it is. I'll be playing yeah. that for the next like <laughs> year at this Eternity. point. So, but. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's weird going back to 3DS, but now it's like I'm kind of taking the time now to like check out any of the uh, the games that kind of you should play on that system. So has it aged well? I think there's games that that hold up better than others on that. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it, the you can kind of notice some jaggy edges and stuff on you know with like anti-aliasing and stuff like that isn't as great, but. 
depends on the game. But I think with especially like Nintendo stuff, it's also stylized anyway. Like Super 3D yeah. Land looks great, and when you play, if you turn the 3D on, it's actually pretty impressive what it's for what you're playing it on. In Fire Emblem, like that's a mix. Like yeah, the 3D models aren't that great, but it's a mix of like sprites and hand-drawn animation and then 3D models in the combat, so it's kind of a weird hodgepodge of all those things. And um, mm-hmm. I think hell, at one point I was playing uh, I was playing one of the WarioWare games, which is just, you know... Ooh, baby. Shoulder charge. Random weird... You know, what is that? WarioWare Inc., I think, was the one. So, you know, you just do a little... Oh, yeah, I think that's the first one. Random-ass games and everything, but... Um, yeah, I think for the most part, it's all, it holds up nice. I mean, it holds up well. I mean, what your benefit of is, you know, like the resolution of those, that screen isn't great, you know, so that yeah. it kind of masks some of the things and it'd be nice if it, you know, was a different screen than what's on there, but it's fine, you know, just like I'm playing my normal, I'm still playing my OG switch. I'm sure, like, I'm sure it would look better if I was playing on an OLED, but I'm not gonna, you know, I can't, I can't buy an OLED, you know, it's just not... It's not going to happen. You should just, uh, I'm sure there's a YouTube video somewhere that shows you how to switch, switch an OLED out. screen out. <laughs> yeah. Can't be done. Uh, yeah, no, I understand. I I know what you mean. It's easy. And I, it's, it's being brought up in the, the time period that we were. Because back in our day, the, the upgrades were few and far between. It took years before it, it could be like eight years before there was an enough of an upgrade to to be like, ah, oh, to Jones for one, you know, like, oh, I want to get one of those flat screen monitors. Those look sweet. And then five years go by and you're like, I can finally afford one and they're great. Yeah. Now it's like, fuck, I just bought a flat screen and now they're coming out with these 4K ones that do HDR. Great. And they cost more than my TV, which does the exact same same thing. Awesome. Oh, and now the Switch has an OLED screen. All right, I'm just going to go stab my wallet now. <laughs> it's yeah. like everything is upgrading all the time. I need a new phone. My car exploded and probably... The the Tesla cars are going to be able to run Steam. Did you see that? On the, oh, the gigantic-ass dashboard oh, that's like God. a 40-inch television or whatever? Ridiculous. Yeah. Ugh. So, yeah, I understand what you mean. And like for you, at least it would make sense. Like I couldn't give you too much shit because you play handheld. For me, it's like permanently docked. It's like I don't even know if it'll come out of there anymore. Yeah, (laughs) it's just fused together. Yeah, there you go. I mean, yeah, I play handheld probably quite a bit, especially especially for Xenoblade. That's going to be a must. Uh, must increase your boost. Yeah. Well, nice. I'm glad to hear you. You, when you said 3ds when you were on vac- vacay, I was like, surely he must have meant switch. <laughs> I don't know, but I can see the appeal. I mean, I mean, sometimes the switch is even overwhelming a little bit. Like some of the technology. Uh, I'll talk about it later. But I rented a game um, where it required. I didn't realize this. But you had to use the the um, Joycons, and I was I would I was already all prepared with my pro controller, and I'm like fuck now I gotta get back up, go get the Joycons and use those, and now we've got 
hand motions going on. So, you know, sometimes you just want to sit down and play a classic game. Mm-hmm. Did the 3DS have the stylus? Yeah, it has, I don't remember. It, yeah, it has a touchscreen. It has a stylus support so that's, as well. That's okay. It's I can got, do it's that. Got the little, but... the weird little circle pad. And then and I have the the new 3DS XL, and then it has like the little nub thing on the right side. So it's got a D-pad, the little circle pad, a little nub, and then four buttons, and then it's got four shoulder. I'm a little nub. Got four shoulder buttons as well. Nice. Dang, dude, you could play Halo on that thing. <laughs> um. Well, let's face it. it. It's a it's a fantastic machine that to put homebrew on. So that's true. That's all I'll say. It's definitely it's that's definitely uh, I'm enjoying the fruits of it being modified. Let's put it that nice. way. Nice. Nice. Um I'm gonna move on to some movies that I watched, but I'm gonna try to go quickly because I added something else that I also want to talk about. Also, I apologize in advance, but since I've been off for like a month, obviously I had to really pick and choose what I talked about. Um because I do so much all the time. Um, I watched two movies that I want to talk about. One called The Sea Beast, uh, which is that Netflix movie that is sort of like Moana, we, but we, not Moana. We watched that. Yeah, I was I was delighted by it. Now, it has the typical kids movie. My son well, loved I say kids it. movie. He did? Okay, good. I, I didn't know. It, it's Because I know he doesn't like new things. Uh, or it seems like that's a struggle. Usually, yeah. it's like, oh, it's a new thing. I don't, I don't want to. He never liked that. Um, and then when then before, and then now, like Wally is like one of his favorite movies. He never would watch it. Oh. Now he like now, that's like that's so weird. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder how that would would have been for like us growing up and our parents because we have so much access to so many things all at once that like I feel like we're more in line to see more quickly and more often how our kids react to things because we can expose them to so much where like you can basically just go down the line and like, okay, let's do Disney movies. Nope. Okay. Let's start dream. Uh, not, what is it? Dreamscape. What the hell is it called? Dreamworks. Uh, let's do Dreamworks movies. No. Okay. Let's try freaking Nickelodeon. I don't know, but you know what I mean? Like he can run through it all and be like, what do you like? What do you not like? Let's go. Yeah. When I was a kid, I was just lucky to watch television. <laughs> Judge Judy was basically my mom. Um, so the Sea Beast was good. It has the typical, like, misunderstood. Uh, the other side isn't as bad as we thought it was. Like, you see it. You see it in Frozen 2. You see it in kind of like Moana, where it's like they're always up against something that seems like an enemy. But it turns out they're actually not an enemy. Hell, we watched How to Train Your Dragon and it's the exact same thing. It's like, oh, we think these dragons are all shitty and we should kill them all. And then turns out they're not that bad. We're the monsters the whole time. Um, but I think honestly, like one, it's it's basically like Sea of Thieves meets a Disney movie. Like sure. it, the whole time, the whole like look of the entire thing made me think sea of thieves because all of the the pirates and the well they're not technically pirates but you know what i mean like the the way that they look the the animation yeah the hunters the animation style and everything uh i really liked it and then like the the 
voice acting was on point as well. And so, um, yeah, I was really surprised because kids movies. I mean, you've got kids movies like The Sea Beast or Claws or Moana. And then you have kids movies like Minions where you're like, okay, kill me now, please. It's got a 94% Um, on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. I would never have guessed that much. I would have maybe like high 70s, low 80s, but wow. Wow. Uh, And then quickly, the other movie I watched was a while ago, but I just I touched on it a little bit in Discord. But my God, it's it's just batty. If I if I have already talked about it, I didn't check. I don't think I did, but um, I want to interject real quick. Moonfall. um, Yeah. You you mentioned Moana. Uh, The co-director of Moana was directed Sea Beast worked on this yeah. oh well there you go so, there, there you go it's like all those games that came out after wind waker where you were on a boat in the ocean and you're just like well that's just fucking wind waker uh we played that game uh it's the same deal it's like oh a girl on water yeah <laughs> what is this moana um so moonfall was a, a movie I watched and I knew what I was getting into. I mean, it's literally called Moonfall. Mm. You know what it's going to be. It's like watching 2020 or whatever, or 2012. Like, you know, it's just going to be some ridiculous disaster movie. But my God, man, this thing had the pacing of of an 80s cartoon. It just there was no breathing, no time for anything. You don't think about anything. It's just like, boom, boom, we're doing it. We're going there. Are we traveling? Boom, we're there already. Uh, if, if one character says we're going to do a thing, there's no in between. It's just you go from the thing they said they're going to do to the thing that they said they were going to do. They said it in the last scene, and now we're doing it in this scene. It, it was just nuts. And you know what is the funniest part? is I didn't even hate the movie. Like, sure, it wasn't great or anything, but it was kind of just... It was enthralling. It was like a YouTube video that just kept spiraling. And you're like, I got to find out how this how how is this person going to possibly restore this cast iron pan that's been rusting in a garbage dump for five years? I need to see how this ends for some reason. Same deal. It was just it was just got more and more ridiculous as as time goes on. And I think part of it was just because it actually had people in it that I was like, oh, there's Sam from Game of Thrones and. For some reason, uh, what's her name? Catwoman was in it. Uh, Holly Berry. And uh, yeah, Patrick Wilson was in it. And so it's like people I know. But at the same time, I'm pretty sure Tencent was involved in the making of this. And it shows like this is like the future of movies because you get computer generated graphics a ridiculous bombastic story and then some B level like B tier actors from America. And then this thing is going to sell gangbusters in China and, and other Asian Pacific countries, I guess. <laughs> I don't know, but apparently these movies make more money in abroad than they do here in America anyway. So I don't know, man. Like it was a weird three star movie. It wasn't bad. It was just like a popcorn blockbuster weird ass movie. And I, and visually it looked good. Like most of the CGI landed well. So I don't know. It, it was just weird. It was like cotton candy. <laughs> you could you could eat it. It tastes good. It's sweet. But at the end of the day, you're like, well, that wasn't filling at all. But 
I'd do it again because I hate my body. All right. Anyway. <laughs> just, just like tell you, just kept going. Just kept going with it. Uh, What's the deal with people calling cotton candy candy floss? Uh, That's just dumb. Uh, anyway. Um. Yeah, like, take case in point again. Like, you know, Sunday we had some downtime. I was like, oh, I can going to get that 3DS. Here we go. Continue the journey. Go down on the computer. Play something fun. Nope. Started playing mobile games, my friend. Started <laughs> playing mobile games. And, oh and why? Because, like, Jess has done it. Has been playing and just does it because it's like a mindless thing. And then I read an article about like someone who um, I think it was actually it was a re, it was reposted. It was one that I don't remember if it was from Wired. I think it was either Wired or Lifehacker had posted. I think it might have been Wired. And it was from a couple years ago. But someone how they had had broken their like a, their addiction to like Twitter and the the death scroll that happens on social media where oh, you're yeah, just. Yeah. And that loop, you just pick up your phone and just mindlessly scroll. And well, they how they broke that was with mobile games instead, and they like purposely like redid their home screen so like only the games were on the front and the other stuff was hidden. So they had to like it, you know create that barrier of entry and then found that yeah they would play the most especially the games that like have a time limit mechanic or something. So then you'd only oh, play yeah, it for a little yeah. bit and then you'd be done to curb that. But you know, I'm, not, I'm not trying after. to curb anything. I was like, well, let's just do it. So I've like, I've got Tetris on here. Um, Classic. Uh, some, there's some weird game called Wudoku. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> uh, the wordscapes, like some weird word puzzle game. But then I got into like these other, like there's the one my, my wife plays that's ball sort. It's called ball sort color whatever. And think of it like a series of test tubes and you've got marbles in there okay. and you only can move the colors onto the like the like colored. So you gotta like get all the colors sorted into a tube of themselves. Oh gotcha. So you only can stack them on the same color. So it's like a puzzle. So you got you, so those two empty ones are kind of like your starter. Yeah, and you move stuff around to sort them and, and it was gotcha. fun. Uh I took the plunge and played this a little bit just because it's um it's you know, just to see what it is. Diablo. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did that as well it's all right. for a little bit. I mean, it's like it was Diablo on my phone, you know. See, I'm glad you bring that up because around the time that I downloaded it to check it out, I was reading, I was getting a lot of articles about people bitching about the gem system yeah, or whatever like, the yeah. hell. The, pay, the paying, any like any game that's mobile, you know that's going to have eight currencies and only one of them really matters to buy anything. The thing is, for most people I know, like you and me, we have no problem playing this game and not spending a dime a dime right. if we don't want to. Right. I don't know. I just went through puberty right there. Um, and eventually, some so point, like if I'm playing a game who, that's free to play and I really enjoy it, I'll like, OK, here you go. Here's ten dollars or here's five. You know. Yeah, you'll toss a coin to your Witcher, yes, as they exactly. said five years ago. Yeah. And, and I think people are too quick to come to the defense of granted people who have a serious problem like if you're spending a thousand dollars or whatever on this game a month then yeah but like for the rest of us who just want a little bit like 20 minutes of diablo time on our phone and just gonna play it a little bit and it it works perfectly i have no problem with that i would i have no problem paying like five bucks you know what the grand theft auto remakes are like twenty dollars a piece on console you know how much they are on your phone like five dollars they run exactly the same basically because they're all from 
you know, the early 2000s or whatever. Talking Grand Theft Auto 3, San Andreas, those ones. Yeah. I've learned that there are games on the, on that have been ported to the mobile device that are completely... Basically, the entire experience. Hell, I said it earlier, Knights of the Old Republic, the first one I have on my phone, works just fine. And it works as a way like as a mobile game to just pick up and play here and there. So I don't I used to be I used to like the mobile games. Come There's on, like a, like a stigma, but, I feel like for our our hobbyists, you know, like it's just not. Yeah. The same. Coming off from the computer. Yeah. Just <laughs> saying, like the Tetris is funny because there's like different modes and it gives you your ranking like in like for mine, it says you're blah, blah, blah ranking in Grand Rapids. And I'm like number five. And one of the things is like, oh, I got to move up. Gotta move up, you know. <laughs> That's how they get you. But then, uh, what yeah. what I sunk the most time in is this game. Oh boy, hentai lovers, <laughs> uh, cooking madness, cooking madness. <laughs> and the way I will describe it, this Lucas, it's basically, uh, like a single player overcooked. Oh my! Almost. Okay, yeah, I've seen. I wonder. It, when I, just at first glance, it reminds me of the like cook serve delicious or some of the other ones where it's like you have a restaurant and you have to serve orders to people. Yeah, it's basically that very dumbed down. And I, I the only reason I even started playing is I got an ad for another one. And then I played this game for like an hour that Sunday night. I was up to like 1130 <laughs> playing this stupid thing. And yeah, same thing. Like you, you people walk up and they have their orders and it takes so long to prepare each certain item and you got to like put the right condiment on there and then serve it to them and you get like bonus for like combos you know if you serve up orders within x period of time you can get a combo stack yeah. you know, can stack up combos and it's just like i don't know it's like combo a, breaker for me it was like and maybe it go ties into like what i'm dealing with uh mentally right now too but it just would occupy my mind in a way and then in like it was something like zen about just having to like oh they need this order and like when there's uh, like the rush comes and there's all these orders and you're like they need this and you're just like like yep. hitting all the buttons and flying all across the che screen you're just moving basically checking off the boxes yeah, you're, and getting you're, the orders your out your thumbs mm -hmm. are very active because you're like and your brain just like almost over because you got so much going on and it was like pushed everything it was like very easy to just push everything else away and it wasn't like <clears throat> i shut it off and it's done you know unlike playing halo or something else you know it was like there's you're, yeah. there, you were like instantly given you know the feedback that you wanted you know it was like instantaneous um dopamine <laughs> you know yeah. and then you're just done yeah you know and then you're like oh okay i feel fulfilled and i haven't played it i like i purposely like then i like put it in a folder and put it away so i wouldn't go back to it you know <laughs> but no more cooking I, just like yeah it was like a different a different way to occupy my brain than to like sit here and like okay i gotta like i gotta like focus on like so like i can't play you know i can't just play fire emblem wink wing a wink anymore because there's like this big story that i need to like pay attention to and this yeah. and that and then same thing for like xenoblade i won't be able to just play that when i'm not in the mood for it um sometimes games like that you boot up and you're like oh shit that's right i'm right before this giant story moment so you play it for 20 minutes and it's all been reading or mm -hmm. you know why, cinematics or whatever. I, stopped, I kind of fell off uh project triangle strategy oh god i've completely forgot about that game good lord yep 
Because it was like, well, I'm going to play on lunch. Well, my lunch is over. I pushed the button twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I learned all about my relationship to this uh, girl from another kingdom. Yeah, cool. so... But, you know, the mobile crap, yeah, instant. And then some about, like, the puzzle games. It's like, well, the puzzles will be good to kind of, like, I don't know, try to hit that other side of my brain that... Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like they they activate a different part of your brain that doesn't get used very often. And I don't even like puzzle games that much, or at least not the ones like portal. I know a lot. Like I, I beat the first portal, but I don't think I ever beat the second one. I never even played portal two. Just cause it just, I don't know. Sometimes like sometimes the portal, the, the portals, the puzzles are like in the mobile games where it's very straightforward and you just have to figure out this order or how to move something or whatever. Then there's like portal where you're trying to figure out a 3d spatial problem. And it's like, I don't know when it's not as presented. So straightforwardly, it it kind of feels like a lot of work just to figure out and I'm more apt to get frustrated and quit. So I think the puzzle games like on the phone tend to almost hit that board game scratch Mm -hmm. or itch. Yeah. Scratchy itchy. So I could totally see that. Yeah. The problem, the hard part is finding the good ones that don't, that aren't just like an ad after every single. Yeah. I remember like what I played the most, I think all all time on mobile games was, uh, gosh, there was one, there was one that was like, it was a dungeon game. What was it called? Like, ah, gosh, mobile. Let's see. Mobile dungeon. (laughs) I bet you're going to get lots of answers. Not pixel dungeon. It was a dungeon. It was a. It was like a first-person dungeon crawler. Um, oh, like the old, like the old PC games, Ultima Underworld and stuff like that. Let me see. Legend but you of had Grim like a, you had like a grid that you. God, what the. the demon grid. crawl. It I wasn't that demon long. crawl. Maybe it was. Nope, it wasn't demon crawl. It was the same thing. You had like this, but you had like a. You had a. You enter a room and you had all these squares and you'd like have to reveal parts of the map and it would take some of your stamina to do that and you had fights and uh you know i know the same thing it was like you only had so much um i think there's a few games that work kind you only of had like so much health that same system. per day you know same thing you had to wait and so yeah. you wanted to pay type of thing but it was it was fun and then there was um what else did i play quite oh uh oh gosh it was a it was a tower defense game but mm. i can't remember yeah classic Oh, yeah, I played one of those as well, actually, now that you say that. One of the more popular ones, I remember. Uh, very colorful, sprite-based kind of. I think I found it, kind of maybe. Dungelot, I think. Dungelot? Was... I don't just dunge a little. I dunge a lot. Maybe. Nope. Nope, that's not it. Anyway. Aw, boo. Like a... That's such a good yeah. title. Um... Uh, I've been watching something, Jason, and you'll never believe. Uh, I'm sorry. Are you done? I'm done. I, I did. I, I, are you done? <laughs> um, only very few people will get that reference. Uh, I watched a, sh- a television show. I have been watching Stranger Things. I'm on the God Forbidden last episode, two hour and 30 minute like slog that I have to start. No slog. I have to sit down and. I had to sit down and say, oh, "Okay, I'm gonna want to. I'm gonna watch this for two and a half hours, I guess, because I'm gonna start it and I'm not gonna want to stop." 
because I want to see how it ends. And I know it's the last episode, so it's like I got to set time aside and know and like start it right away so that I can go to bed that night. Anyway, um, it's an anime, if you can believe that. I can. I don't even really watch anime that much. I can't even tell you the last Castlevania may have been the last anime I watched. I know I've I may have talked about starting this one a long time ago because it's fairly popular. But I had read on a list somewhere that it was actually pretty good. So I know I started it a while ago because I was on like episode three and I decided, all right, I'm going to watch the rest of this because sometimes I for what for all the tropes and stupid crap that's in anime. It's also very colorful, very uh, carefree, happy go lucky a lot of the time. You know, unless you're watching like uh, Titan, not Titan Quest, uh, Attack on Titan, where people are getting eaten by giants. Um, But a lot of time, you know, they're just colorful and ridiculous and over the top. And so I guess I was in the mood for that. So I started watching One Punch Man again. And if you don't remember, One Punch Man is about a bald hero who lives in, I don't know, they call them City A, City B, City L, like. (laughs) They don't really have names. They're all just city, whatever. Um, And he's like the most powerful hero that has ever heroed. He's called the One Punch Man Uh, in the beginning of the anime. He's not quite called this yet. I don't think Um, he gets his name later, but he can kill all of the monsters. Think basically Kaiju most of the time in one punch. He's super powerful, godlike even. Um, and so the whole, basically the whole 12 episodes that I've watched the way so he far. Looks. He, he, okay. So that's purposeful. It's all tongue in cheek from what I understand. It's sort of a commentary on the ridiculousness of anime, but it's also its own goofy thing because he'll go from looking all doofusy like that to being like he'll get I'll suddenly get really serious about something he and furls, then get these he, anime he, he eyes. He furls his brow and then it's just like <laughs> Yeah, and gets like serious anime eyes and, and everything. Yeah. Um he's like super lazy. He does he's he's there's no challenge for him for him to do any of this. So he's gotten kind of bored with it and this like super serious android guy wants to be his uh, apprentice and learn from him. And he doesn't really want him to be his apprentice. He never asked for one. And, uh, so he finds out that there's actually a hero, um, group, like a league or something like that. And if you're, if you're registered, you get money and there's like this whole ranking system and everything. And he decides that he's going to sign up because one day some, (laughs) some bad guys who don't want to work, stole some power suits and decided to start beating people up or something. I don't remember exactly, but they all looked like him because they were all bald. And so he didn't want to be people were mistaking him for this group of bad guys. And so he's like, all right, I'm going to sign up to be a hero, I guess. And then like he goes through all of these. Thing like he he does the test and he ends up perfecting the physical portion, but then there's a written portion and he he does so bad that he ends up as the very like lowest class C level hero possible, even though he's the most powerful. And it's because, um, let's see, there's class C, 
B, A, and then S tier. And um, it's basically because he didn't want to try very hard. And so, I don't know. It's just really goofy and a lot of fun. And all the bad guys are really ridiculous. He usually ends up like the bad guys will go on about why they're attacking or whatever. And he'll be like, huh? I'm sorry, you're still talking? We're, I wasn't listening. Can I punch you now? Can this be over, please? Um, so he literally just punches a kaiju once and they just and they die they explode yeah yeah and then so like every once in a while you get other heroes who actually have to try uh like the cyborg guys genos and he uh he is pretty powerful but he can't kill things in one punch um so like the formula is very similar per episode and then towards the end there there's a little bit more of a four uh, episode story arc that ends the series as far as i know um are you, are you but yeah it's Lucas, just are you, are you a weeb uh, uh i already started my cosplay costume uh, are, are you, uh, i are, shaved my head why is there a sushi bar behind you <laughs> with uh, complete with old man <laughs> selling sushi uh i do like sushi but that has nothing to do with my uh interest in anime which i will say like i don't really like anime that much my my bar my tolerance for anime is very low but every once in a while there will be one that that strikes my fancy and i and i can handle it uh castlevania was another one where it typically any of them that don't really have the typical shtick that you would find in an anime uh, I can I can do and so yeah this one this one was pretty funny I delighted in this one and knowing that it was only twelve episodes I could finish it so nice uh, yeah it, it's it was fun so uh cool uh, boy I finished the book man I finally I finally finished Bad Blood I mean that's where my some of my time has has gone lately I finished reading that uh, learned some things that you know were different than the other versions of those, that story and the other in the other mediums it was told uh all in all uh you know the last third of the book really kind of kicked up and i i really enjoyed it so um now i'm reading ah oh, gosh um you know that's kind of the quick and dirty on it but i i you know i've talked about i've talked about it you know an, enough times so i haven't uh, i don't want to like kind of rehash that retread um, now i am reading uh-huh. Find it. Um, uh, chaos, uh, chaos monkeys, obscene fortune, and random failure in Silicon Valley. Yeah, I know. Oh uh, man, all about the silicon. Yeah. So this one's uh, it's written by Antonio Garcia Martinez, and he worked. Uh, you know, some point he, he worked. Uh, he worked for Facebook. He worked for. Um, Goldman Sachs actually at, at one at one point too. So just like Golden Sachs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it uh what's, it gold, recom- what's Goldman Sachs? That's like actually, a big huge honestly... in like corporate bank investment bank that was involved that uh, had a part to play in the, the the big housing crisis downfall. Uh yeah, they made a movie about a couple of movies. Yeah, so that. this recounts this guy's uh, specific career path. He explained his work at Goldman. He's going to a startup, to his own startup, and then going on to larger Silicon Valley companies like Facebook and blah, blah. He writes about real situations and, and discloses inside stories he be- believes fill every industry. He attempts to explain how advertising technology startups and venture capital work. So it's kind of... Uh, okay. Yeah, it's, 
Oh, I'm just a couple chapters in, but uh, you know, a lot of a lot of humor and in, in that, and, and it's very pretty blunt in the um, in the narrative. So it's been kind of like that firsthand, um, you know, firsthand approach. And then instead of something of you know something always writing about this or writing about you know this is how this happened. Otherwise, I think uh, I think there's also uh, I think there was it's on Hulu or it's on one of the streaming channels. But there's a book, uh, there's a, a story about uh, the downfall of WeWork, which was like the... Oh, yeah. That was like the like the co, co-working space type of biz startup. You know, that's what they did. I think in the... Let me find it here. There's a... There's a... The show, I think it was... Uh, I think it's Jared Leto. Uh, is in it. And it's... Like, but uh, a billion dollar loser. On Apple TV. Uh, Apple TV is that where it's oh. on? No, no, no. I th- I thought you were talking about a show. Yeah, I am. There's a show. What is it called? Uh, the WeWork show that is We Crashed, and it, yeah. Okay, it yeah. Apple so TV. it is what I was yeah. thinking. I didn't know it was about WeWork. Yeah. Gotcha. I've been meaning to kind of watch that too. What's the, that's uh, Jared Leto and. Anne Hathaway starring that, but there's a book about that okay. same story too called Billion Dollar Loser, which I'll probably um, read through at some point too. But um, just because it's that similar, similar, similar tale, I'm apparently I can't get enough of my friend. So, <laughs> hey, when it when you know you got to strike when the iron's hot. It's either that or don't read anything. I feel like yeah. You know well, it's I mean? funny. I finished a book. I'm like, man, I've read so many books this year. Wow. And I'm looking at how many books have I read? Three. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it feels but that, like there's counting, so much that's story not graphic in them. novels. Oh god, you know, I probably read at least 3 books worth of graphic novels <laughs> this year. But uh Bad Blood was good. Um, I, I really anyone that's not familiar with the Ther- the whole the whole tale of Theranos, I, I recommend that. It's quite an intriguing There's the quite an intriguing no. um story about deception and I think just that there's a there's a bit of a fake it till you make it in silicon valley where like you know you don't have that that you have a you have a idea and it's not a fully viable product yet but you have the money and you hope that it that viable product uh is comes to fruition before the deadline comes up you know oh yeah 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 yeah. you you seems to happen a lot in video game land after reading a lot of these books it's like oh yeah it'll be done no we're gonna have to delay crunch time baby hell yeah. you're just gonna live in this office yeah, and you like it. Pepsi um, Man. Well, speaking of reading, uh, I will quickly close this out with the two. Uh, let's see, yeah, the two graphic novels that I have read. Uh, I've read other stuff, but these ones really stood out so far. The first one is called High Heaven. Um, this one's kind of a funny tale. I think I. It it was it seems like it was going to be another volume, but I don't think it's gonna happen. Uh, it seems like it would have happened by now if it was, mm. um, because this one's like volume one, and then I'm not sure if there's another. Let me see. Um, but I liked what I read so far. Um, it's about a guy who kind of bitches all through life, so I can really relate to this guy, and he ends up dying and he wants so much to like 
have it better. So he gets to he gets to heaven and it's a lot like regular life. Except for there's tears. And the problem is. He bitches about it and then he finds out that there is a better heaven, like a higher tier heaven where it's actually exactly what you were expecting. And mm-hmm. and it's actually quite uh, like there's drugs and sex and all this other stuff. And. Um, he wants to get there and he finds out that there's a way to get there. But all of the other like angels and the other the other uh, people characters who are in that we know that exist in heaven like um uh the guy at the pearly gates who who makes sure that you you're able to what is his name saint peter god i don't remember that's horrible um anyway the guy who's like checks to make sure you're allowed to get in yeah um michael the um the angel they all show up and help him through his quest and it actually is a pretty funny story, even though it's only five, ep- five, uh, not episodes issues. Um, it's hard to explain he, because like he dies and he complains and he bitches and everyone kind of hates him because he's not just happy with what he gets and what he has, but he gets what he wants. And that's, what's weird about it because usually when you have a character that you don't like, they end up getting their comeuppance at the end. Mm. And since this is going to continue on, or at least seem like it was going to continue on, that never really happens. And so it's kind of weird. Cause like at first I didn't like them cause whiny characters, they're just hard to like in general. But then like suddenly everything kind of sort of like he was right. That's the worst part is like, Nobody likes him because he's bitching all the time, but he was actually right about everything. So he's even less likable because because like now he's a know it all or something. I don't know. It's really weird, but it, it was funny. Um, and so I enjoyed it. So I do, even though like knowing it probably won't continue, uh, I, re- I recommend it if you can get your hands on it, because it, it was it was one of those comics where I was also like, oh, it's not about your typical comic-y stuff. And so I appreciated it for that as well. The other comic that I started reading, I just happened to see on the shelf because obviously it caught my eye being titled Dune. And I'm like, oh, shit. They made a graphic novel adaptation of Dune. Now, my question is, is this the movie or is this the book or or what is this? But I've learned that most of the time it's its own. Um, I always think back to the the George R. R. Martin quote that I had read when people were asking about like all these different versions of Game of Thrones that were coming out. You had the TV show. Uh, there was the games there for a while. Uh, mm-hmm. You had graphic novels. You have the books. And people would be like, well, what is the version of Game of Thrones that is the version? Like, like why is this different from the other thing? And he said, well, they're all game of thrones or they're they're just their own version of it so just take it take the graphic novel as the graphic novel and then you'll be fine like it's its own story so just take it's the it's the telling of the story that i have in its own medium and that is that is what it is it is nothing more it's nothing less and so i've kind of come to that conclusion with other things too this is dune as it is as a graphic novel it's not trying to be the movie. It's not trying to be the book. It's its own thing. So I'm a little bit confused because it does go deeper. There are some changes from the movie, which is what I know Dune 
as I, I have I've watched the original and I've watched newer one. I've not read the books. It seems to kind of blend most of the book into graphic novel because right now I have no idea what the hell is going on. I know mm-hmm. the characters, but like anything that happens in the book so far has not happened or in the movie so far has not happened in this graphic novel. So it's definitely not a retelling of the new um, movie. Uh, and what's like to give you an example, the um, Idaho, whatever his name is, Randy Idaho or something, the his friend, the pilot played by um, um, Jason Momoa or Mimosa, as I like to call him. Uh, so he's like this pilot slash war hero in the movie. But in the graphic novel, he's a kid who's literally kept in captivity by the um, Harkonnen Harkonnens Harkonnens. Um, Harkonnens. So that so that the uh, one of the guys from the Harkonnens has humans to hunt. Basically, they say you can go free if you can escape me. And so they'll hunt him and then capture him. And then he goes back to back to his cell. So not a war hero. He looks like he's about 15. So definitely not a war hero. Um, so I don't know what the differences are here, but uh, there are plenty. Uh, but it's like, you know, it's like that 70s sci-fi vibe sure. that has come to life in graphic novel form. And I'm there for it right now. It's a little cumbersome to read, though. A lot of shit that you just have to kind of go like, I don't know if I'm supposed to know what any of that means, but like if I hadn't seen the movie, I wouldn't know what the Bene Gesserit is or any of that stuff. So like the building blocks of what was in the movie are there and I know that stuff. But if I was reading it and had never picked up Dune, I'd be like, what? What am I like? Did I miss a few issues that explain any of this? What's going on? So a lot of lore to get through. But this is lore oh no <laughs> what was that I'm guy's Aaron name Mankey, i'm and this is lore <laughs> that was pretty good uh yeah so graphic novels all over the place all up in your face uh yeah cool blasting off to space there i knew there was another one in there somewhere cool, cool. that's cool i see you got something on deck yeah. tell me about it yeah, I was throwing some shit in here really quick while you were talking because I realized that I did have some stuff on deck uh, on my Steam Deck. Uh, Dreamland. I'm reading a book. If you can believe that, uh, I'm reading a book called Dreamland Adventures in the Strange Science of Sleep. And the reason I got turned on to this is because I think I was watching a YouTube video about sleep with Isaac. He was asking me about something. And I was like, I don't know. Well, usually when he asks me something I don't know, I go, I don't know. I'm sure there's a YouTube video about it. And then we look it up, like how black holes work or, you know, stuff like that. Uh, And they had said something about they had said a quote in it that came from this book. And I was like, wow, that's really profound. Obviously, I remembered it. That's how profound it was. Um, And so I decided to check out if they had it at the library and they did not. So I asked if they would buy it, which we can do at the library, which is crazy. But you can say, hey, I would recommend that you purchase this and then you'll be the first one to be in line to rent it or, you know, check it out if they do decide to purchase it. Now, they responded to me rather quickly. Actually, I think it was within a week 
and they said, hey, actually, we have this through Melcat. I don't know if you know what that is, uh, but Melcat, for us Michiganders anyway, is basically a network of libraries that have all decided to say, hey, if you don't have something, we will loan it to you, even though they're not part of, like, we, we do the Kent District Library, which is a whole, like, Grand Rapids-wide uh, they have separate buildings for all the different um, places around here, Wyoming, Kentwood, whatever. Um, so this is outside of Kent District Library. All these all these libraries say, well, we'll loan you something if we have it. And so it gets sent to your library and you go pick it up. It takes a little while, but it'll get there. Sure. So that's what I did. They said, we have this through Melcat and you can run it through there. And I did that. And uh, it was actually pretty easy. And uh, I'm reading it now. So I'm learning about sleep. Uh, I've only read a couple chapters, but basically the guy said, I'm no sleep scientist or anything. I just sleepwalk. And I wanted to know why. And I went to the doctor and they basically said, we don't know why. And there's not really anything we can do. Uh, He had a mild case of sleepwalking and they were like, well, we can do sedatives. But I'd rather you not have to do that. So. And he was like, well, that's shitty. Let me see if I can come up with some answers. And then he wrote a book, you know, like a normal person does. You got a question. He just write a book about it. Um, the other thing is uh, I'm going to start playing the quarry. Ooh. Quarry, which is that super massive game. Um, they did until dawn and the man of man of sedan series. Hmm. Um I'm looking forward to it, but I I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I liked Until Dawn, but, you know, can lightning strike twice? I have no clue if this game is any good. I, much like most things, I try not to look at that stuff anymore because I don't want it spoiled. Like, I don't want to be tainted by someone else's feelings on it. And uh, lastly, I'm going to go to the theater and I'm going to watch Nope, Jason. I've I've put my money where my b-hole is and said i'm gonna do so like i don't know if you've looked at ticket prices lately but nope they're in the tens of dollars and so i was like well dang i could just do one month of their 20 dollar uh whatever they call it movie club basically you get three movies you can do imax you can do dbox you get three movies a week for 20 bucks so potentially that's 12 movies for $20. Jesus. I could go to two movies and make my money back basically or save money by by doing that. So I don't know why you wouldn't. I guess they're just banking on people like gym memberships. Sure. They're hoping people just don't show up. And then of course, you know, if you buy popcorn, that's all that all goes to movie theater. So I'm going to go watch Nope in in the movie theater and then I'm probably going to find a couple other things to go and watch. So uh if I don't, then I'm stupid because I just spent $20 for no reason. So we'll see how it goes. But I'm going to find a night. I'm going to force my ass to get out of the house. And I'm going to go watch Nope. And that'll be that. So, awesome. And then I'll report back. Cool. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Maybe. I don't know. We'll I've heard good things. So. Jordan Peele, man. Seems do no wrong. Seems like. Yeah. He's. Uh, he's. America's sweetheart? I don't know, dude. Yeah. Get off my back. I'll go with it. 
that's going to do it. Thank you to all our patrons and special thanks to those arbiters of Austin, Jasper, Bonnie, Takeda, Tyler, Allen, Tom Server, Grouchy, Serge, Bird, Byers, Josh Brown, Matt Knight. And bow before that crusader of the Legion, Edwin Callow. Thank you all. If you want to join the Flex Legion on Patreon, check out patreon.com slash flex Sam dollar sign. That's me clapping. I'm not I'm not fapping. I'm clapping for oh, you. Thank you. Because you're all awesome. Thank you. Oh, not me then. Yeah. Rightfully so. No, not you. Uh, I mean, I was I was impressed with your read-off oh, there. You. But. Uh, playing the stop tonight, I have a song coming to you from Octopath Traveler. It's called At Finnis Gate by Horito Bobby Jane the Forays and Chromatic Apparatus. It ranges the music of one song, <laughs> The Gate of Finnis. I uh, hope you like oh, yeah. it. You can find this and many more ocremix.org. It's going to do it. Join us live. Episode 400. Twitch.tv slash Fluxtapose. Goodbye. I'm going to have a beer, I think, on the, on the show. Not, not right now. It's not like I'm going to have pizza rolls.
Why are computers so sexual, man? It's firmware, it's software, it's hardware. 